We Call Him Abba by Susan Proctor. Let's pray. Father God, we just come before you right now and we ask you to come and join us, Father God. We ask that your Holy Spirit would dwell with us and help us to understand what you would have for us to learn in your word today. We pray, Lord, that we would take the nuggets of truth that you teach us, Lord, and that we would we would bury them deep in our hearts and that we would be a changed woman because of who you are and what your word can do in our lives. Lord, we can't wait to see the opportunities you provide for us by just dwelling with us, Lord. In your holy, precious name, amen. Romans eight fourteen through 17 says, All those led by God's spirit are God's son. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children, and if children also heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, seeing that we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. I was born in the 70s to a single mom. She refused to name my father on the birth certificate because she wanted him to choose me. He chose his freedom and existing family instead. I was a day old and abandoned by my father. Those feelings of abandonment and loneliness could have sent me on a wild chase. But God had different plans and he and I embarked on a journey. David says in Psalm 68, 6 that God puts the lonely in families. He literally set me in a various families, my church, my university, and eventually my own growing family of 10. In each of these families, God slowly revealed his truth about my true identity, his daughter. As I read the scriptures in the book of Romans, some words touched me to the core. The first one was God's Spirit in verse 14. Paul tells the church in Ephesus that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians 1.13, it says, When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed in him, you were also sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. Sealed means that nothing can get out and nothing can get in. Therefore, the Holy Spirit resides in us once we accept that we are sinners. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We must believe that Jesus is God's Son. In Acts 16.31, it says that um, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And we must confess that Jesus is Lord. According to Romans 10.9, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The second word was adoption in verse 15. Once a child is adopted, her parents can never abandon her. The name occurs when we are adopted by God. He will never leave us nor forsake us. In Hebrews 13:5, it says he will never leave us nor forsake us. Nothing we can do ever separates us from the love of God. In Romans 8.35, it says, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? And all the way to verse 38 says, For I am persuaded that not even death or life, angels or rulers, things present or things to come, hostile powers, height or depth, or any created things will have the power to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. He will always be on our side. We are his. In fact, we can call him Abba, an intimate term for father. As a teenager, I loved the fact that I had a daddy. I am his and he is mine. He would love me because he is love. 
1 John 4, 8 says, God is love. We are all daughters of the King. His desire is for us to have a relationship with him. According to Micah 6, 8, which says, Mankind, he has told you what is good and what is the Lord requires of you to act justly, to love faithfulness and to walk humbly with your God. What an amazing feeling to be wanted by the God of the universe. The third group of words that stood out to me were co-heirs with Jesus in verse 17. This particular verse has two parts. We are co-heirs of suffering and of being glorified with him. Suffering is never easy. But Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 1.5 that we will share in Christ's sufferings. Paul goes on to tell us that we will also have an overflowing amount of comfort. His spirit will minister to us in amazing ways. The sound of an ocean can bring peace. The laughter of a child can wipe away a tear. A newborn snuggle can wash away the craziness. All of these are outward signs of his comfort. I am also reminded that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, according to 1 John 4, 4. And this also applies to my sufferings. The next part of this verse is our hope. We share in his glory. Eventually, the world will be wiped away and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. We will share our full inheritance of our salvation, freedom from sin. We will no longer fight the things of this world. We will be co-heirs with Christ because God loves us. Regardless of your earthly father, the same truth applies to us all. We are no longer slaves, but children of the Most High God. Questions to ponder. Do you do your feelings of abandonment or loneliness interfere with the reality of you being the daughter of the king? What are some ways that God comforts while you are suffering? Do you feel like you have to do good works for your relationship with God? Or do you desire to have a genuine relationship with God? Faith filled ideas. Write out one verse in your journal that stood out during your time with God. Share that one verse with a friend by writing a, either a note, a text, an email, or a social media post. Let's pray. God, I pray for the mamas out there tonight, that you would just be with them, that you would comfort them, that you would encourage them, Father. I pray that their hearts, Father, would um, follow you. I pray, Lord, that they may have a long list of to-dos today, Father, but that you can empower them to do the things that you've called them to do, Father. I pray that they would feel your love and know who they are in you, Father, that they are sealed by your Holy Spirit, Father, that they are loved, they are adopted, they are chosen, they are wanted by you, God. I pray that regardless of what their circumstances are right now, Lord, that your love would just completely envelop on them. In your holy, precious name we pray. Amen.